Welcome into the PHNX Sun Devil Show. I'm Anthony Totry, guys. If you're new here, leave a five-star review. Let us know what you like about this podcast. Another edition positional breakdown for the Arizona State football team leading up to the Sun Devils spring football season. The second go-round for Kenny Dillingham and this coaching staff. We're going to keep this breakdown on the defensive side of the ball and talk about personally one of my favorite position groups that the Sun Devils have heading into 2024, and that is the linebacker position. I want to start breaking down, obviously, the fact of the matter is this unit has several players. We are only going to be getting into a handful of those guys, and I want to start with one of the returners from last season, Tate Romney, 6'2", 220 pounds, had 52 total tackles in 2023, a sack, a fumble recovery, four pass deflections. Tate Romney really came on the scene for Arizona State out of surprise. Tate Romney was an interesting part of the Arizona State defense last year because linebacker number one was Trey Brown. Heading into the season, though, you had Juju Mitchell, the transfer, and you also had Will Schaefer. Expected that both of them would play a significant role in the Arizona State defense. We know Juju Mitchell got dismissed from the team. Will Schaefer didn't play a whole lot, eventually entered the transfer portal, and it really thrust Tate Romney into action. And Tate Romney did end up playing a big role for Arizona State ahead of Will Schaefer once Juju Mitchell did get dismissed from the team, and he ultimately transferred over to Colorado. Tate Romney is about as, what is the best way to put this? Tate Romney is one of the more sound linebackers from a basic standpoint that the Sun Devils have. I think he reminds me personally of a lot of Kyle Soley, who was Captain America for Arizona State for such a long period of time. You turn on Tate Romney's tape, and it is a dude that understands the position. He understands his role. And again, he's got a pretty good size at 6'2", 220, to fit in to not only have an impact in the run game when ASU decides they want to load the box, but the linebackers are asked to do a whole lot for Arizona State, considering that they usually only run two of them in their defensive scheme. So I am significantly interested to see where Tate Romney is in the depth chart for the Sun Devils heading into 2024, simply because Arizona State and A.J. Cooper's position group, they added a whole lot, and they added a lot of talent when it comes to the transfer portal. With that said, I do fully expect Tate Romney to be a significant part of this Arizona State defense. Excited to see, again, what A.J. Cooper and Brian Ward have in store for Romney as we hit the spring season. Now, before we get into some of those transfers, I do want to talk about another returner for Arizona State that I'm interested to see. A dude that was a, he's a redshirt freshman, KV on Thunderbird, listed at six foot 210, it, spitting image, exact same body type as Will Schaefer, again, former Arizona State linebacker. This guy is quick. He can move his feet really well. He's got some unique physical tools uh, for a linebacker, again, that is only six feet tall. He does have a speed to him that I think immediately makes him a valuable asset in coverage for Arizona State. You're starting to see the trend in college football where players at positions like linebacker, safety, even on the offensive side of the ball, tight end, running back, they need to have an element of versatility to them to actually find themselves on the field. And I think 
for KV on Thunderbird. He possesses that level of versatility to immediately have an impact in his second season at Arizona State. The only thing for me that may hinder his playing time is, like I said earlier, there are some really, really highly touted transfers in that linebacker room. With that said, KV on Thunderbird is a valuable, valuable depth linebacker who I think in time at Arizona State can surely find himself as a significant part in Brian Ward's scheme. So I am interested. I thought KB on Thunderbird would play a little bit more of a role for Arizona State last season, specifically because there were so many injuries. The linebacker room didn't have a whole lot of depth. That wasn't necessarily the case. But again, I really liked what I saw from KB on Thunderbird toward the tail end of spring last year. I'm interested to see what he looks like heading into this spring Another new face at the linebacker position for Arizona State is going to be Martell Hughes. Martell Hughes, a class of 2024 signee, played a lot of safety in high school, 6'2", a buck 80. Now, I think for Martell Hughes, this is a kid that could really play safety. He could play linebacker. I think you're going to see him be one of those versatile assets for Brian Ward. Um, whether he does want to play him at safety or he does step into the box and line up as a linebacker. You've got trust that this kid can do what he does in coverage. Now, for those of you that haven't heard of Martell Hughes, this is a kid that was a composite three-star rated by 24-7 Sports, had several, several offers, Arizona State, obviously, Arizona, Cal, Washington State, Boise State, just to name a few, this is a kid that there were a lot of places that would have loved to get their hands on Martell Hughes in the building, but it was Arizona State and Kenny Dillingham's group that made enough noise on the recruiting scene to go get Martell Hughes. Now, Martell Hughes, again, when you are 6'2", a buck 80, at linebacker, there is going to be significant pressure for him to add some weight, at least in my personal opinion. I know being a buck 80 he should be able to run faster. He will be a little bit lighter. With that said, though, I think you are going to want to see him really, really hit the weight room hard. And if he does, I think he can be a very special, special asset to Brian Ward. Again, I am really, really interested to see what Martell Hughes brings to this Arizona State defense. Now, again, he is a class of 2024 signee, so I'm interested to see just how early in his playing career we see him line up for Arizona State. The prospect we just mentioned before, KV on Thunderbird, didn't necessarily see a whole lot of action heading into a redshirt freshman season. Maybe Martell Hughes has a similar fate, which isn't necessarily a bad thing. It allows him to grow, allows him to add size, allows him to develop. And most notably, it allows him to get comfortable with the scheme. Mental reps at the linebacker position are truly, truly a special thing. Not to say they're not important for other positions, but usually... For Arizona State linebackers and just linebackers in general, they are asked to do a lot for the defense. Again, there's only usually two any given time in A.J. Cooper and Brian Ward um, in that defense going. So it will be interesting to see what Martell Hughes does. Again, interested to see what he looks like in the spring. But that brings us to the three transfers that I want to talk about for Arizona State. And I want to start with Jordan Crook transferring from Arkansas, an SEC linebacker that Arizona State was able to snag, six foot, 220, out of Duncanville, Texas. Like I said, transferred from Arkansas. We know about Arizona State's Duncanville connection with Coach Samp, Rashad Samples, the wide receivers coach for Arizona State. Now, in 2022, as a freshman for Arkansas, played in all 13 games in his first season, including starting at linebacker, 
uh, in the Liberty Bowl versus Kansas. Now, he accounted for 12 tackles, including a half tackle for loss, quarterback hurry. Um, however, you're not going to see a whole lot of Jordan Crook at linebacker when you turn on his when you turn on his Arkansas tape. For me, a lot of that is special teams. Uh, but again, Jordan Crook for me, I think when you you truly see what he is able to do, he is a presence. Okay, he is a presence. Again, he possesses a unique a unique combination of size and speed that I think is crucial not just for all linebackers, but specifically in this Brian Ward scheme that is going to be valuable and something that A.J. Cooper will truly be able to get the most out of. Now, for Jordan Crook, the the thing that I am most intrigued by is the fact of the matter is the two other transfers that we're going to talk about before or after this, they have the numbers to back up, right? They have the tape at linebacker to back up starting positions. Jordan Crook, if if Zyrus and Keyshawn are your one and your two, Jordan Crook is not far behind them from a talent perspective, in my personal opinion. Again, I know he doesn't have the 100 tackle seasons that the other two do. It's totally fine. He's got a lot of eligibility left, okay? So I think Jordan Crook could be a, a very nice piece to this Arizona State defense moving forward. It is certainly going to be uh, a, a unique part of Arizona State's defense here in 2024. But moving to the other two transfers for Arizona State, Keyshawn Elliott transferring from New Mexico State to Arizona State. Loved what I saw from him on tape. 2023, 111 total tackles, two and a half sacks, a forced fumble, a fumble recovery, six pass deflections. He possesses, again, the ability to be that versatile linebacker that you can line up in man coverage over a tight end, and you've got a little bit of faith that he is going to be able to turn and run. And again, at that size, 6'3", 225, he is a presence inside the box. And not only that, like we said, other than some of the other linebackers at Arizona State, he's got the numbers to back up. He's got the tape to back up. I fully expect Keyshawn Elliott to be a top player on Arizona State's defense heading into 2024 if not being a leader. He loved the fact that he's got a couple years of eligibility left for Arizona State. I know Kenny Dillingham has been huge when it comes to transfer portal players. He wants to get guys that can spend multiple years in Brian Ward's defense. And on the flip side of that coin, offensively, you want the same thing. Going after specifically young guys who can be here two, three, even four years, get accustomed to the scheme to the point where it is second nature. And again, he was New Mexico State's best defensive player. You could argue that Keyshawn Elliott was New Mexico State's best player, period. I think Keyshawn Elliott is definitely going to be a name that Sunnival fans hear a whole hell of a lot in 2024. But that brings us to probably my favorite addition that Kenny Dillingham and company made in the transfer portal season, and that is San Diego State linebacker transfer Zyrus Fiaseyu. Um, he is an absolute beast. You turn on the tape, he won San Diego, he was San Diego State's defensive MVP. And again, you want to talk about somebody that has the numbers to back up the addition to Arizona State. He's got him. He's got him. 65 total tackles, five and a half sacks, four forced fumbles, three fumble recoveries, five pass deflections. He was all over the field for San Diego State. A little bit smaller in terms of 
He is not the size of a Keyshawn Elliott. Pretty similar measurables to Jordan Crook, the Arkansas transfer, six foot, 220. He's quick. He's quick on his feet, quicker than Keyshawn Elliott, um, and quicker than Jordan Crook. He's one of the quicker linebackers that Arizona State is going to have. Again, in Brian Ward and A.J. Cooper's scheme, you love a linebacker that possesses the versatility to turn and run while also not necessarily giving up um, any sort of strength inside the box. Zyrus Fiaseu is one of, actually, no, he's not one of. He is my favorite transfer that Kenny Dillingham and company were able to get. And the reason that I am so high on the linebacker position heading into 2024 is because you've got those guys who, again, have put it on tape. Okay, you're not getting quote-unquote potential guys, guys that have the measurables, guys that did it at high school. You've got two guys, San Diego State's best defensive player and New Mexico State's best defensive player are now plugged and played into the middle of an Arizona State defense that heading into the offseason lacked serious, serious star power and depth at the linebacker position. So now you're telling me you got Zyrus, you got Keyshawn. Those are your likely two starting linebackers. You've got Jordan Crook. The SEC transfer, he brings that SEC mentality, the experience in the SEC. You've got Tate Romney, who Tate Romney was a dude that was really Kyle Soley 2.0 for Arizona State last season, who has a lot of eligibility left. We talked about KV on Thunderbird, Martell Hughes, interesting projects for the Sun Devils in the offseason. But again, I think the linebacker position for me is one of my favorite groups and that's all because of what Kenny Dillingham and his coaching staff were able to build, not only in the transfer portal, but also in the 2024 class. It is, like I said, my favorite position group. But guys, that is going to do it for this episode of the PHNX Sun Devil Show. Again, going to continue breaking down the position groups for Arizona State heading into the spring season Again, if you enjoyed the content, give us a follow at PHNX underscore Sun Devils. You can follow me at Anthony underscore Totri. In the meantime, guys, go Devils and peace.